from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, author of the quick read on the Ramsey Press called Money's Not a Math Problem. She's my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Alan is in New York City. Hey, Alan, how are you? Hi, great. Thank you for having me on the show. Thank you. How can we help? My wife and I are starting to set up our estate plan beyond just the basic will. We're still a ways away from normal retirement age and in the middle of an entrepreneurial career. We are on a good trajectory and expect that things could be doing reasonably well by the time our estate plan is in effect and want to set things up properly from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Good. You've mentioned the number of things you did at Master Series and on the show in terms of setting expectations and communicating with your children and other beneficiaries, Mm -hmm. as well as setting up protections to ensure you're not causing harm to them in terms of funding bad or dangerous behaviors. Mm -hmm. For a couple who is just starting this process, can you walk us through how you did this? What instruments you used, what your, uh, how you implemented them, how to find the right attorney, what questions should we asking all while following biblical principles and stewarding what we have well in doing so. Yeah, if I had six hours. <laughs> um, okay, let's give it a shot here. Um, there's a lot going on. This None of this will turn out well if the kids don't. That's the start. That's the start. And so there's not a legal instrument that will do anything except keep money from them in the event that they that, that makes them okay. There's not a legal instrument that makes somebody that's not okay become okay. Uh, all you can do is keep money from them. That's all you can do, which is a good thing because you don't want to fund a heroin addict because if you fund a heroin addict, you, in a sense, are going to kill them because they're going to OD. So, And that's not what you do for people you love. And so uh, we don't want to fund misbehavior. Mm-hmm. We, wanna, uh, we wanna, don't want to do that. So that, that it starts with that and it starts with communicating that early and often to the kids as they're growing up and even as their adult children later on you can have this conversation periodically uh it's just okay this is what it looks like this is what it looks like this is what it looks like and um then the actual thing we had to search for attorneys that uh you mentioned biblical principles so i'm looking for an attorney as a as a person of faith that is also a person of faith because they don't look at me like i've lost my dadgum mind when i put out some of these ideas okay (laughs) I don't need somebody judging all my stuff. I just need somebody to help me figure out the legal way to implement my ideas. And so that's what I'm looking for in an attorney. And uh, I did go through a couple of them uh, to get to that. Um, One of them was a strong person of faith and wasn't a very good attorney. Um, Mm. And one of them was a great attorney and wasn't a good person of faith. So, you know, that's Mm. how, you know, you got to, you got to work that through and sometimes they don't look like what they are and you get to sit down with them. So anyway, once we sat down, um, we had a different scenario for our children when they were minors than when they've become adults. And so today the way our estate is in place and has been for about a decade was when the last kid came out of college, Daniel, we sat down with all of them and their spouses and said, okay, as for me and my house, we serve the Lord. And so this, this money that is Ramsey, these assets that are Ramsey are owned by God 
and I'm the manager. So mm -hmm. what I'm getting ready to unpack for you is going to blow your mind a little bit, but you did not hit the lottery. Instead, mm -hmm. you're optioning, opting into taking on a tremendous responsibility because managing okay. assets for anybody, including God, is a responsibility. And so there's a lot of it here, and there's a lot to manage. So your kids, they didn't know. They did not know our net worth until after were college. They, were they totally blown away? Like, did they have any inkling? No, they had no idea. Wow. Well, they knew we had money, but to them, they didn't They didn't know, they what, didn't that, know what that they didn't meant. They didn't know what that meant, the definition of that. So, I mean, they knew we could travel. They knew we could buy a car, mm -hmm. you know, but they and they knew that people knew who their dad was from mm -hmm. authors and speaking and right. that kind of stuff but they didn't they never had added up what ramsey the company was making and so anyway we, we sat there and they're like uh, to their to their credit they were uh, a little bit shocked but they were like okay i get it i'm here to manage and i said you know and the way the trust is set up is if you're you can't manage god's stuff if you're not walking with god Mm -hmm. And so if you're not going to be in a, an active relationship with God, you're going to be removed from the trust automatically. And that's the, that's the terms of the trust. And then we go into great detail. If someone falls away and comes back, how can they do that? We go into great detail. If someone falls away and two of them have to make a decision after I'm gone, the other two, there's three mm -hmm. kids. So, um, and, and you know, it, we, the thing has teeth in it. It's got the ability to manage that because again, I don't, and I've explained to them again, this money is not for you to sit on the back of a yacht right. and have a servant peel you a grape. Well, there is a you know, there is some question the around The rest that. of your life and not work. Part of being godly is working. How do you find, Dave, um, that level of which to be generous to your kids without, like you said, kind of that entitlement setting in? Is it different with each child? Is it, you know, as you go, do you sit down and say, okay, you're each getting, like, how do you, how do you navigate that? If there's entitlement, then they're, they're, they got confused about who owns it. Mm -hmm. They think they do. True. And so then they're out. They're not going to be there. So this is what we've talked about. They, I mean, but they're growing up. I mean, Daniel's eight years old. We bought the first nice car after we've been broke and we're coming back. We finally got rid of the hoopty, got a mm -hmm. decent car. And he lays back in the back seat and goes, you know, we're doing pretty good. And I said, we aren't doing anything. <laughs> you got nothing. I'm doing pretty good. You got that. nothing, buddy. And, you know, so that, that break that entitlement early and often, oh, right? I love that. That's we, ain't hilarious. no we here, buddy. You ain't got a mouse in your pocket. So, um, oh, you know, we're man. just walking that through. And we had this actual discussion lots of times. It was almost humorous around mm -hmm. the Ramsey house. So, but the whole thing is, okay, gen <laughs> generosity is easy because it's easy to give away other people's money. It's easy when you don't own it true that that's a good that's good it's easy when you're a steward so they watched generosity and they understood it's easy because we don't own this this is just god's mm -hmm. and god said take care of that single mom over there that, that couple over there who lost their job and they're getting ready to lose their house god said take care of them so we're taking care of them by mm -hmm. the way mm -hmm. and by the way you're not supposed to talk about it it's mm -hmm. just us doing this right you keep it down the down low and we just taught it taught it taught it taught it taught it all the way growing up so then when they get this re revelation thing at the you know the one meeting it's like Okay, this is just a further, this is responsibility. It's not, woohoo, I'm going to be on a reality show because I'm an idiot and I have money and, you know, and I'm on the back of a boat and I don't work. Yeah. You know, and how, how bizarro a life can I live as a trust fund moron, you know? And, yeah. you know, that, that's, it's not an option if you're a Ramsey because mm -hmm. you're, you're out. You got no money. Mm -hmm. You won't have the money to do it. So you're going to be on the street. Yeah. You know, that, that's the thing because, I mean, it's, because that's not a fulfilling life hedonism like that 
is what we call it. Yeah, that's right. Okay, Hedonism has absolutely zero fulfillment. People that do that crap are not happy people. That's right. The happiest people on the planet are generous people and people that serve. And if you're not going to do that, you're not going to be happy. And I'm not going to put you in a position where you're not happy after I'm gone. And that's how the whole thing's written up. That's great. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, you can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information. Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners, LTD, and ETFs distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LSC. Next Tuesday, January the 16th, will be launch day for George Camel's brand new book, Breaking Free from Broke, The Ultimate Guide to More Money with Less Stress. This is an incredible book, extremely well-researched, and George becomes the ultimate snark consumer advocate, uh, full of snark. Did I mention he's full of snark? And... Um, it's incredible. The, he goes into great detail on a lot of the consumer products that are out there all over the place that you guys just bump into every day, and he explains to you the behind-the-scenes look about how bad they're sticking it to you. It's pretty incredible. So this book includes a special offer to receive three months of the premium version of every dollar for free. If you buy the book before Tuesday, between now and Tuesday, before January 15th, it's a $20 book. And we're going to throw in $100 of free bonus items because the pre-orders really help the marketing plan. It'll help George. It'll help us. Thank you for doing that. And he takes all this stuff straight on, like credit card schemes, investing traps, mortgage mythology, the stuff you should have been taught, and the stuff they've dressed it up with a new digital set of clothes on and stuck it in front of you again. It's age-old scams, but they're back. And he goes through every bit of it and shows you exactly how to get your money together breaking free from broke order it right now at ramseysolutions.com slash store and you can get a hundred dollars worth of free bonus items including the audiobook the ebook an online private event a q a with george and instant access to george's newest talk show me the money wow he will be on with jade and i tonight along with rachel cruz and dr john deloney on thursday night the 11th and i will be on at seven o'clock and you can go to RamseySolutions.com slash breaking free and get that uh, free sign up for that. It's a live stream we're doing tonight. It's going to take us a little over an hour. So settle in and pop some popcorn. And we're going to walk you through how to break the cycle. You need to break the cycle. And that's what actually what it is. It's RamseySolutions.com slash break the cycle. But the, uh, uh, you know, it's all completely free. There's about 400,000 folks registered already. It's the largest live stream we've ever done. So That's thank you crazy. guys for your participation, and uh, we look forward to seeing you there. 
those of you listening live at this second will be there in a few hours on the on the old YouTube, uh, putting <laughs> it out there for your stream. And you can also pick it up, of course, on our website if you register. And we'll show you how to do all that. Just make it easy for you. It's completely free. So I'm um, really excited about this material, Jade. The talk you put together is pretty incredible. Well, thank you. You know, I didn't know I was going to do that talk. And one of our speechwriters said, well, Dave, Dave said this is the moment where you're supposed to preach. And so I said, well, I guess I need to write <laughs> I guess I need to write a little of a sermon there for that. Yeah. <laughs> so you set it up. Yeah. Well, you're, you, you, you have the ability to do that on stage and you're fabulous. So I'm Thank looking you. forward to watching that tonight as well as Rachel and you uh, talking about every dollar and Dr. Deloney talking about anxiety and George talking about some of the traps and uh, it's, it's really good. It's some good material tonight. Of course, I'll be in there mixing up and my job is just generally to spread hate and dissension, and it's a spiritual gift. So <laughs> I'll be in there stirring up everybody and keeping you moving and uh, have some fun with it as well. So looking forward to it tonight, guys. Hannah is with us in Las Vegas. Uh, hey, Hannah, welcome to the Ramsey Show. What's up? Hi. Um, wow, it's weird to actually be talking to you. <laughs> um, so my question is, I am a veterinarian. Um, and I also have a 15 month old daughter at home and I'm sure you hear this all the time, but after I had my daughter, my priorities kind of shifted a little good. bit. Um, makes you a good mom. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm currently working part time, which I'm, I'm really enjoying. And I, I just really feel I'm a Christian and I, I just really feel called to be exactly like you said, a good mom. And Um, especially as she starts getting older, I just want to make sure that I'm more a part of her life than culture is. Um, I guess my question is, I don't want to be shooting ourselves in the foot down the line as far as retirement and like college savings and things like that go. And I just want to know your perspective as, you know, a parent, a Christian, and obviously a financial expert. How much your husband make? What's he do? Um, so he's in the air force. Mm -hmm. So he makes, to be honest, his, pay always confuses me because it's split up on all these weird little chunks but i think his like take-home pay is like fifty thousand or something like that okay all right what was your take-home pay like when you work full-time as a vet what do you bring home yeah so it's kind of complicated because i'm doing relief work right now so i'm getting paid basically per shift as a 1099 employee Mm -hmm. um so i would say working three days a week i'm i'm going to average around 70 or 75 Mm -hmm. okay Okay. But be- before, how long have you been doing that? Are you guys used to that 70? Um, so I just started doing this. We just moved here uh, in August, and I just started doing this. And then. Okay, so let me go back to your original philosophical question. Um, you can work full-time, be a wonderful mom, and raise a daughter and be a Christian. You can stay at home full-time and be a wonderful mom, and raise a daughter and be a Christian. None of those are uh, mutually exclusive to having a good spiritual walk and being a great mom. Uh, working full-time mm-hmm. creates a different challenges and different ways you go at it, or working part-time does. Uh, you're not irresponsible about the future with college funds and retirement and all that. Um, you know, none of that. So none of that guilt-type crap I would use to – make this decision. I wouldn't let that be your okay. motivator. Okay. Uh, in other words, I wouldn't go full time at home because I thought that's the only people who are spiritual 
that's just because that's just wrong or if that's the only way you think you can like raise a good kid yeah that's that's also wrong okay. lots of great kids are raised by professional ladies who work full-time Whew, thank okay? goodness so um <laughs> it, it happens it happens all the time it happens all the time now you're in a season with a baby that's a whole lot more uh high maintenance mm-hmm. than when they're eight when they're eight yeah. they won't even know you're gone that's a good during the day you know <laughs> that so kind true. of thing right so you you might say okay we're gonna for this season do this leaving my all my licenses intact and active and keeping all my continuing ed or whatever else has to be done mm-hmm. up because you've worked too hard to get here yeah becoming a vet is more difficult than becoming an md mm-hmm. because you have to learn mm-hmm. more than one body type yeah I mean, the MD only has to learn the Homo sapien. You got to learn a bunch of them. That's true. And what you said, Dave, is so true. Um, with our with our kids, I mean, we've got a three and a five year old, and I wanted to be home when they were super little. And then when they got older, it felt right for me to go off and be able to do more things. And once they go to kindergarten, there's so much more time that frees up. So what Dave is saying about like keeping your certifications up to date and mm-hmm. really staying active, there's something to that. Right now, you've got one child. Okay. And you might find that there is still some form of part-time work that you can do. Um, or you might find that you just love staying home and that that gives you joy. And you might end up doing that until they're 18. Who knows? Yeah. But I, I, um, I would do something just for yeah. you. Just for you. I really do. I mean, I do enjoy working. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't and, care if it's one I day. Also, I don't care if it's a half mm-hmm. day a week. But I would do, okay. I would do something because I think it'll help your sanity. That's just that's just that's Papa the word Dave. Right there. That's just Papa Dave talking. That's I think true. you can go in there and do processes that and, and work systems that you're that are automatic versus the hecticness of a mm-hmm. of a newborn. So uh, yeah. I think that's just a good thing for fun, and it keeps you plugged in. Here's the thing: the only thing I would urge you to do, and, and again, I would avoid any personal condemnation or, or accepting anyone outside's opinion that's that's condemning. So, and I'm not going to be one of those voices. The only thing I would just tell you to do is I think you will regret if you don't steward all of the hard work to become a vet that you've used so far by keeping all of that intact yeah, and keeping those doors open. Absolutely. Because you work too hard to just drop this. I agree. And I think that I think you'll regret that later. And I do want them to run some numbers because going like losing $70,000 of income is a big deal. So do run those numbers, sit down with your husband, make sure you know exactly how much he makes. Yeah. Sharon was a full-time mom and now is a full-time Mimi. So, uh, you know, basically all but seven years of our 42 years of marriage. So Mm -hmm. before kids came. So there you go. I mean, there we go. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable, Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. Jade Washall Ramsey personality. 
She's my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Ben and Stephanie are with us. Hey, guys, how are you? Great, Great Dave. Dave. How, how are, are you? you? Better than we deserve. Where do you guys live? Colorado Springs, Colorado. Oh, that's cool. That's a great town. Well, good to have you in Nashville. Welcome, welcome. How much debt have you paid off? $242,000, Dave. How long did this take? 24 months. Whoa, kicking it. Wow. Your range of income during that time? We started the journey around $115,000 and ended around $280,000. Let's go. Yeah. What do y'all do for a living? I'm a nurse. Mm -hmm. And I'm a cybersecurity engineer. Okay. So how in the world you go from one fifteen to two eighty in twenty four months? Uh it's a litany of things, Dave. Um one, when we started the journey, Stephanie wasn't working. We oh. just had our okay. Uh, okay. son, Nate, and then also uh, finished my master's degree and got a couple of cybersecurity certs along the way, jump jobs, yeah. and all those things kind of together. Yeah, boom, 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 boom. Yes, yours, went, yeah. yours went straight up the ladder, and then she took on and go. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's big. Yeah. That's yeah. a big jump. Yeah. So what kind of debt was the 242? It was our house. Hey, look at the weirdos. How super weird, Dave. Super How weird. How old are you, young weirdos? <laughs> 33 years 33. old. With a paid-for stinking yes, house in Colorado yes, Springs. Yes. Wow. Oh, my God. What's this house <laughs> worth? About 480 yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so this how much have you got in your nest better. eggs? Uh, we have around 400000 or so. Okay. And, you know, we did our net worth thing around 920 ish is what we're Oh, you're right Come there. I bet you steps millionaires yeah. at 33 years old. Wow. Oh, That's my amazing. gosh. That Boom. is just a middle finger to society. That's all that is. <laughs> that is just... Yeah, that's... Whew. Hey, for all the all of you that think millennials are failures, I'm talking to two of them that okay. aren't. Yeah, yeah, way to go, you wow. guys. Well, especially her. Man, beautiful. <laughs> She's great. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Well done. Well done. All right, so wow. tell us the story. What happened 24 months ago? Because so, everything went nuts. Yeah, so Dave, our journey actually started about four years ago. Um, my dad gifted us the Total Money Makeover as a Christmas gift Mm -hmm. and the first thing he said was like hey you don't have to read this book but I wish I would have known about Dave and his plan when I was your age Mm -hmm. and my dad he's an accountant he's always been really good with money Mm -hmm. and I figured if I should read if he says I should read a a book about finance I probably should wow yeah so we you a lot of people people, that's an excuse to toss it in the trash (laughs) pretty much pretty much yeah so um but you know we just decided to read it it was a quick easy read Mm -hmm. and we were immediately on board um initially the plan um you know we had always been consumer debt free with exception of a small credit card um but then uh we just quickly got on board Um, we knew um at the time ben was active duty in the marine corps Ah, okay (laughs) and we were renting and we knew the ultimate goal was to buy a house Mm -hmm. and so we just kind of stockpiled cash for the next kind of two years or so um you know 2019 happened then 2021 we were all in the same boat with the Mm -hmm. covid pandemic Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we were stationed in california we really couldn't go anywhere or do anything except go to work thankfully we had um, COVID-proof jobs with me being a nurse and him being the, in active duty. So wow. we just quickly kind of got to work and we couldn't really spend any money or travel. So we just stockpiled cash for that down payment. Mm. And then 2021 rolls around, which is what we call our year of chaos because <laughs> we just mo- did multiple life-altering events within, I'd say, like 90 days. <laughs> uh, ben got out of the military after eight years of service, starting a n- new job in the civilian world. I'm eight and a half months pregnant with our son. We're moving from California to Colorado. Oh yeah, and that crazy real estate market in wow. 2021. Oh, we're yeah. we're first time home buyers. Oh wow, but, 90 days. Yep, 90 days. Oh my gosh. So wow. 
thankfully, because of our large down payment, it set us apart from a lot of the buyers. And we weren't the highest offer on our mm-hmm. house, but it's because we had the l- largest cash, o- or, you know, cash down payment that set us apart from the other. Wow, buyers. you didn't get caught up on like driving the price way, way, way up. Exactly, yeah, exactly. that's yeah. great. Yeah, good for you guys. Yeah. So you move, take new jobs, and have a baby all in one month. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 yeah why no, not? No big why deal. Well, you know, no yeah. big deal. Let's do it all at once. Let's get it over rental. with. <laughs> we were in a rental. We were in a hotel room for a week. Oh. We were in that new house, and it was just me and a strong back. And the super, <laughs> super pregnant woman is looking at you like, "What have you done?" Uh, yeah. Pretty much. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what yeah. have you done? Yeah, you, you, you get in trouble just for breathing wrong at that point. <laughs> uh, you're not lying. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Well done, you guys. Well done. You got to be super proud. Yeah, yeah. we are. I mean, yeah. you got an incredible income. Man. Thank you for your service, by the way. Oh, ben. thank you. And uh, man, you and you, you are set. You're yeah. gonna make. You're gonna have so much money. Be so. Be able to be so generous. Completely change your family tree. Your dad's got to be going. Touchdown! <laughs> yeah, I love it. Is this him with you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah all right. Yeah, yeah. Good. He came to celebrate with you. Yeah. Very good. Wonderful. Well, he should. He should. That's excellent stuff. Excellent stuff. Well done. Man, I'm proud of you guys, and I know they are. Very, very good. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, I mean, you kind of had this um, almost forced on you because you're coming out of the military. Yeah. Uh, you don't get to choose that. You don't get you, – and you happen to choose, well, maybe sort of, to have a baby around that exact same time. You don't choose pandemics. You do choose to move cities. So, I mean, you guys stacked all this up. Uh, and, and then you, in the middle of that, you go, okay, this is game. This is game on. This is where we prove this stuff out. Yeah. So yes, tell people what the what, what kept you together through all that. Not together with each other, but I'm saying how you, your brains just didn't explode. You go crazy and have $70,000 in credit card debt and a mortgage where you can't breathe instead of being debt-free. You went the other way extreme. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll go ahead and jump in. I mean, we've, we've done a lot of hard things together, you know, uh, I think like the hardest thing we did was uh, we did deployment, right? And and workups for deployment a lot of times, you know, it's like a year, year and a half wow. and you're gone eight months of that time. So it's, mm. it's kind of like you're switching back and forth between, yeah, I'm here, but I'm not physically here mentally or whatever. And, mm-hmm. and I think that was probably the hardest thing that we ever had to do as a couple. And uh, that eight month, nine month deployment um, was, was hard, uh, but it, it really like brought us together wow. and this money thing is, a, is another way for, it's just to share language you know like because we can set our goals together because mm-hmm. that's where our money goes wow and so like all those things kind of combined like i really feel like we can do anything together you're superheroes no, nothing well, gets you. between you like nothing can get between you nothing can overcome you guys at this point because you've just proven Thanks, you Jay. can overcome anything really thank you yeah, wow thank you, thank you. good wow. stuff all right what do you tell people the key to getting out of debt is and it's not move come out of the military and have a baby in one month that is not don't the key if you don't have to uh, uh, start. yeah um so i just say like nothing is deserved everything is 100 percent earned um just throughout the whole journey like nothing I is thought he was the marine <laughs> <laughs> no, she's a hard woman <laughs> yeah um yeah it's just you know nothing is deserved it's 100 percent earned like you have to live with that mentality not in just aspects of your financial life but your personal life, your professional life. Um, it's its just the way to go forward and, and grind through it. You know, yeah. it's its a short amount of sacrifice to set you up for the rest of your life. That's right. You wow. did it. You did it. I mean, you really, really, this is amazing. You poured it on. And really what happened was your incomes went 
through the stratosphere <laughs> and you just you just kept your lifestyle and your emotions down and used all that extra money and paid off the house yes yes sir yeah. that's the way y'all did it i mean because 24 yeah. months two hundred forty-two thousand. that's ten thousand bucks that's a crazy. month yeah i mean it's hundred twenty thousand dollars a year right yeah routine. that's strong yeah, yeah. we had this little kind of this little debt cal- or i guess a little debt tracker kind of almost made it into a game mm-hmm. um with mm-hmm. these little balloons attached to like from the movie up and then at the end of the, <laughs> at the end of every month we would have whatever was left over that we had in our budget we would get to color in balloons so we were kind of like okay how many balloons did we get to color in this month and so it was kind of really fun to kind of stack up yeah. you know and kind of see the progress along the way all right bring the kiddo in introduce him what's his name and age <laughs> this is nate this is nate. He's, uh, two years old mm-hmm. he's a wild man <laughs> all right wild man here we go hey we've got the baby steps millionaires book you're almost there you really are there uh the total money makeover book and financial peace university to say thanks to coming to nashville your mom and dad are over there sitting proud they should be we're proud of you you guys are an incredible couple you're you got a, your heroes way to go so so well done two hundred forty two thousand dollars paid off in 24 months making 115 to 280 ben stephanie and nate from colorado springs house and everything almost baby steps millionaires by age 33 count it down let's hear a debt-free scream three, three two, two one we're debt-free yeah baby this is how it's done, boys and girls. Man, they are got it going. Wow. This is the Ramsey Show. Ow. Our scripture of the day, Ephesians 2.10, for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. John Maxwell said, God uses people who fail because there aren't any other kind around. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I have not heard John's quote on that. That's I great. like that, John. <laughs> yeah. He and I have been friends a long time. I've never heard that quote. That's a great one. There aren't any others around. It's really his only option. <laughs> Matthew is in Chicago. <laughs> hey, Matthew, how are you? Hi, Dave. How's it going? I appreciate you taking this call today. Sure. What's up? So I recently graduated college. I'm 22, and I got married uh, last summer. Congratulations! Over what? Thank you, thank you. And I find myself overwhelmed with student loan debt. Um, I racked up in about three years at a private college. I racked up $198,000 in student loan debt mm-hmm. uh, with an average interest rate of nine to 14 percent. Good lord! Sheesh. Yes. What else? Um, and I have about 5,000 in credit card debt. Um, uh, my wife, um, we went to college together and she graduated debt free. So it's Good. only me with the debt. Mm-hmm. Okay. What are you guys earning? Uh, what was that again? Sorry. What do you, what earn? do you earn? What's your incomes? Oh, uh, monthly income is approximately $3,500 a month. $3,500 a month. Okay. That's correct. And Did each you and your wife or? No, that's combined. So are you both working full-time? Yes. Uh, What'd you get your degree in for $200,000? It doesn't pay you minimum wage. You're not going to like this, but it was aviation. I'm a pilot. Okay. Why aren't you... Are you working? Um, Yes, I'm working full-time, and I make $45 to $50 an hour, but it's dependent on three factors. Students who want to fly, 
weather and aircraft maintenance. So you're teaching? Are you? Yes. You're not flying commercially, or? No, I have a conditional job contract offer um, signed, and hopefully we'll be starting at the end of this year, starting at eighty-four thousand a year. Okay. Um, but I have to work up to my hours to get that job. Okay. And is there anything else that you can do to supplement your income in the meantime while you're working up to that? Not much. Um, I could possibly get a part-time job. Um, that's one thing I've considered multiple times. I'm currently at my job. I'm what going does your wife do? Hours to do. She does Army contracting. She works for the U.S. government. And she makes what? She started at 49, and then she'll go up 59 this summer, and then next summer she'll go up to 69,000. Okay, that's not 3,500 a month. You've misadded somewhere. You, so it sounds like you're making about 40,000 a year going towards 85 in the fall, and she's making about 40 heading towards 60 in the summer. Okay? So you guys probably have a household income of more like 80,000, not 3,500 a month, which is 40,000. Mm-hmm. And maybe your take home, you may have you may have too much being withheld. I don't know, but basically what it amounts to is, is your careers you came out of the gate with your degrees with a slow start income wise. Mm-hmm. Okay? But one year from today, it sounds like both of you will be further mature in your careers income wise, and it sounds like your incomes are going to be you know, you should be bumping up 150 by the end of this year. Right. 60 and 80 is 140. That's the end of the year. Okay? Yeah, that's that's ideal. Yep. Yeah. Well, that would be what she's be making 59 in the summer, and you're going to be mm-hmm. making 84, 84 in the fall. So that that's the way yep. that adds up. So yeah. So right now it's tight. Um, and James, what's yep. the name of our uh, refi company? Why refi? Why with a like the letter Y? Uh, like you, why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah, yours. Letter Y, the letter R-E-F. Y, yes, and y. Refi. You need to look those guys up. They are the best in the business at private student loan refinance, mm-hmm. and they probably can get your rates down. Yeah, because fourteen percent is okay. not ideal. Yeah, you got hammered with that, and that's aviation school that got you, not standard student loans. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then from there, you know, the formula is like everybody else. You live yeah. on less than you make and tear into it. But I think my, my point is, uh, Matthew, that you're going to be um, not making a ton of progress between now and June. From June to January, you're going to make a lot more progress and the following and, and every time thereafter. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what I want you both to do is to work all you can work. And if you're on the ground because of broken aircraft or weather, I want you doing something else. That's right. Go make some money. Go deliver pizzas or DoorDash or drive Uber. I don't care what you do. Go make some money. Mm-hmm. You need to be working all the time. Yeah, that's right. You have made an unadulterated $200,000 mess, mm-hmm. and you have got to focus on it and attack it with a zit with a with a like a zealot like Mm -hmm. you're like you've joined like i'm crazy (laughs) that's right you got to get crazy about it but the good news is once you guys really get into it i mean they're going to be average they're going to be that person who pays off their debt in around two years two and a half years and on to the next thing yeah i mean if it takes you two hundred thousand bucks if you put a hundred thousand a year towards it it's done in two years that's right um you may not quite make that depending on how these incomes stack out and what Mm -hmm. they when they start flowing but that would be starting one year from now that's and true whatever you do from now until then you'll make progress on so you know you probably have from today 
over two years mm-hmm. worth of work to do, maybe approaching three. Mm-hmm. But uh, but you'll be out in that if you lean into it and don't go buy a bunch of stuff and keep everything down, you know, and just just you know keep your rent down, rent the cheapest possible thing, yeah. don't go on vacation, don't eat out. You have a mess to clean up, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there's no you know. Uh, uh, when you're 22 years old, you got the energy. Go do it. That's right. Go and don't wait till you're 32. Don't keep this around like it's a freaking pet. Yeah. Get after it. Allie is with us in Minneapolis. Hi, Allie. How are you? Hi, Dave. I'm really good. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? Well, so me and my husband, we just got married about three months ago. Congrats. And when we got married, thank you. When we got married, we decided we were going to be um, debt free, like you teach. But we've kind of hit a little bit of a bump in our road. Um, We have a car and a truck that we just made a really stupid decision to purchase. But when did you buy them? The truck we bought about two or three years ago. um, The car we bought last year. Okay, so this and after that, you decide to get out of debt. So what do you owe on the truck? Yes, the truck is has a thirty thousand dollar loan. And what do you owe on the car? 35. Okay. And what's your household income? About 120. Okay. All right. Well, you probably need to sell the truck or the car, one of the two. Yeah. Because you shouldn't have so vehicles I, that total up to be more than half your annual income, and you do. I agree. I agree with you. I actually, when I'm trying to convince my husband to sell both, and Not um, bad idea. get really vehicles so we can get out of debt faster and I like that um, buy a house and then have kids but, I like um, that we are upside down on them yeah obviously. well yeah I'd rather we own nine thousand than thirty five thousand and I, I agree so we have seven thousand upside down on the car seven thousand on the truck but so we're thinking would it be a smart idea to take out a personal loan to pay those and then buy two cheap cars yes that we yes. Can drive around yes. Until Okay. I would rather you have fourteen thousand dollars in debt than seventy thousand dollars in debt. Okay, and that's what I told my husband. He's not a hundred percent on board with it. Yeah. Um, Do you know why? He really likes his truck. Yeah, oh. he likes his truck. He's got a great truck. But here's the thing: you like the future vision that you have, which is living in a home with a couple of babies, more than you like these yeah. stupid cars. And so, 100%. for you, the stupid cars are gone. And I think I agree with you. Okay, then let's just set a super, you know, let's set a vision that's past Friday. Because here's the thing. You can get another truck. You can't get another life. You got to go. You got to go live this life wide open. Yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah, I, I just I'm not a car person, so it doesn't hit me the same. But I'm like, listen, you get in your car, you drive to work, you drive home. Like, uh, I'm a truck person. I completely get why he likes it. But you guys got to decide what you like more. Yeah, exactly. That's all it is. And um I, I like kids and houses better than I like right, trucks. Right, In always will. That puts us out of the Ramsey Show in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus.